0: It's not just strong in your muscles and strong in your movement on the mat, it's strong everywhere. This is Yoga Strong with your host, Bonnie Weeks. Hello love, welcome back to the podcast. This podcast today is for yoga teachers and I'm going to read something that I actually shared on social media on Instagram just yesterday and has gotten a lot of traction. A lot of people have responded and I'm going to read it and then we'll dive in. Okay, this is what I have written. Dear yoga teachers, you do not have to be confident to begin. Part of confidence comes from doing the damn thing. The action of getting up in front of the room over and over and over, even when you think you suck, even when it's hard, even if someone says you're not as good as Darla or Ace or Sawyer or whoever. You do not have to understand everything there is to teaching to start teaching. You do not have to have all the answers. Start with what you do know and what you do understand. You cannot jump the parts where you're uncomfortable. They are pivotal to the leader you are becoming. You 100% will get shit wrong. I have. I still will too. We're not teachers because we're always right. We're teachers because we're interested in sharing the process of learning. You do not have to hide that you're not perfect. Perfect is boring. Be a real human and start there. Also, be on the lookout for good mentors. These people will be clear and kind and make you feel amplified. <sighs> a pause. A pause cast. mm How is that landing in your body? Do you, in your storytelling of yourself, have you felt stuck around a piece of confidence, of wondering how to move and what is the block? Like what is in the way? What's in the way of you being able to tap the confidence that you think you want or you think you need to begin? I'm going to say that again. What is in the way of you tapping what you want or need in regards to confidence in order to start? So, so much of confidence comes from doing the thing scared, right? And there's, yes, a balance of like having some education and and putting some effort into actually understanding, right? But you're going to teach what you know, and if you have been trained in a certain area, and this doesn't have to just be for yoga, right? This is this is kind of everywhere, and and we do learn on the job, and sometimes, like very often, we have to do it before we think that we are ready to do it. I have been terrified to do so many things (laughs) and I've been terrified from the point of like showing up for a yoga class and thinking oh my gosh like okay I guess I'm the one that's going to be teaching this right or to speaking on a podcast or the very first time that I recorded a talking video it was it wasn't very pretty (laughs) I was very stale (laughs) and didn't even move. I don't even know if my face made any sort of expression besides my lips moving. That's not very entertaining for me or for you. (laughs) Like you can sense people when they feel the fear in their body. And for you, if you can identify a time when you have felt that nervousness and the way you clamp down, And the way everything shuts in small and maybe your arms stay close to your body and maybe your shoulders sneak up by your ears and maybe you round into your your back so that your chest is rounded back. And so it's almost like you're protecting that front side of you, right? And perhaps we walk in this closed sort of way. And what happens when perhaps we even let the body lead? So if you're feeling this at all, And I feel like I really would want to embrace uh, feeling more confident in my life. One, it's going to take like a billion times of trials, right? But two, let's use the body as a pathway in for just a moment. And maybe this doesn't even feel comfortable to you right now, right? Depending on where you're at. But what happens if you sit up a little bit taller wherever you are? Lift up to the top of your head. Now roll your shoulders down your back even squeeze them together on your spine like this is over accentuating and then pull them down good maybe your chest is puffed up a little bit but now lower that chest down just a little bit so you don't have your ribs like flaring out and open right but now just thinking of the middle space of your back kind of pushing back just a little bit so that your shoulders get stacked right on top of your hips If you're standing, you're gonna stand tall in your feet and get your hips over your heels. If you're sitting and perhaps you're driving, it's very common that our backs depending on your seat wherever it's it's leaned, right? That well, may might be leaned super far back and 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 sometimes we're sitting really far forward or what is the the orientation of our hips. So see if you can just sit up taller. Take your shoulders a little bit more down your back, broad across the front of your chest. And let your chin lift. Recognize maybe how often we are looking down, down at our phones, down at a screen, down at something. And what happens if you lift your face up? And could even, I can even, use this is an example of walking in the woods. If you go take a walk and you start looking out at things, what is the position of your head? Where are your eyes looking? They're looking forward rather than down. And I mean, this is, could there be a tie-in together? I think that there is. The way you stand and hold your body, right? We, as movement teachers, we know that the body and the physical parts of that can't not tap the other pieces inside the things that we can't quite touch with our skin. And so as one takeaway even right now, find a different posture that perhaps you have not been taking. And then remember that part of the journey is showing up over and over and over again, regardless if you think that you are ready. And for some of us, in the world, it is easy to put ourselves out there, and and easy with an asterisk, right? Like it doesn't mean it's always easy, but maybe we can say like I'm going to be raising my hands first. I can I can tell you that I have always been the student that sits at the front of the room. I like to have, give the input. I want to raise my hand. I want to know the things. It's mostly I just I want to be part of it, and I know that I retain the information when I use my voice. And even so, if you've been here for a second, you know that my journey with even sharing my voice has been such a journey and something I haven't felt comfortable with. So it's like, there's this weird push and pull, right? So even then, though, perhaps some of us in the world can say like, okay, I will be scared, but I will start the thing, right? And and maybe there's doesn't need to be an external invitation. And for some other of us, maybe an invitation to start is the thing that will help you then start to show up over and over and over again. But we're not going to be invited in a vacuum, in a vacuum of space where there's nothing there. So it is going to require some action on your part to start showing up in the places you want the invite and be a part of a community. And so for yoga teachers, if you want to be a part of a community, if you want to start teaching, you got to put yourself out there in that community, start practicing there. Who are the other teachers? What is the value you are going to bring and show up and, and give it? So part of the confidence then is going to be owning your own body and being able to stand in the room. And like, literally, I mean, this one, the letter that I just read that I put on social media actually has doesn't really even talk about the body, but I, you know, we get to do more things here on the podcast. And so really the way that you stand in your body is going to affect you and it's going to affect other people too in the room. So your relationship to yourself, and this is no way saying you have to have any certain type of body. This is just you believing that you in your body, are worth being in the room. And you're going to stand up and be proud of that and be confident that you belong. And sometimes that confidence might not be there, but you can help your body to be able to start to teach you that you can. And I think that some people find this even in just showing up in the yoga room to practice as a student. Do I belong? Who's going to be there? I don't know. And as teachers, we don't know who's coming and who believes if they if they can even feel like they're included in that story or not. So you feeling like you're not sure if you belong, teaching a room of students that aren't sure if they belong, holy moly, you belong. You are needed to even start to dispel that story, right? The story that's inside of you that says, I'm not worthy of being in the room because I'm not as good as somebody else or somebody else has more experience or I don't know all of the things yet. That story then is holding you back when other people are showing up in the room and they're saying the same thing as students. So you know exactly actually where to meet them. You know that you're going to help people breathe and move and rest and that you don't have to understand everything. And people can ask you a question. You can say, I don't have all the information, but I will study and I will come back to you. Or that's not within my scope of of the craft of teaching. Or maybe here's another resource. So... You can't jump these parts that are uncomfortable. You can't jump these parts that are like, I don't know what I'm doing. And why am I up here? And oh my gosh, everybody's looking at me. And that is definitely part of teaching. But these pieces are truly pivotal to the leader you are becoming. And you sure as hell are a leader if you're a yoga teacher, because you're standing up in front of the room, in front of others, and helping guide them. They are listening to the stories you tell, to the way you're guiding them in and out of poses. They're listening to the things that you say. They're watching how you move in the room. And if that sounds like a lot of pressure, it, it is. It is. And you will get it wrong. And... You will do things that make people feel uncomfortable and not feel welcome, unfortunately, just because everybody's a human and you have no idea what is in their head and what they need. And they're still trying to figure it out. And in relationships in general, we hurt and heal each other. And people come to us and it might be their first yoga class. And we have the opportunity to give them that experience. And we're not always going to get it right, whether it's their first time or their 32nd time or 100 and 400, 140,000th time or whatever, right? But we're not teachers because we're always right. So admitting the places where we weren't right or being able to laugh at ourselves during class. And be able to tell stories that are that are kind of maybe have a, a personal slant, but they don't have to dive into everything deep. We can talk about our kids, and we can talk about the things that we're learning, and we can talk about wow, I'm I'm showing up, and I'm it's been interesting. I've been practicing the the idea or thinking about the idea of confidence. You could bring that as a theme in class. I've been thinking about confidence recently. And I've been thinking about, and you could use a story from your past. You don't even have to use that, the experience right now where you're in class and where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't be here. And they're looking at me and I, and do I remember my flow? And how do I, uh, you know, help this person, this person? And oh my gosh, like you don't have to share. <sighs> that freak out. You can say, you know, I've been thinking about confidence. And I've been thinking about when I was 13 and I had to submit a a piece of writing for whatever, right? Or when I was in college or when my kid asked me this question or when this person approached me on the street or in this job, when I, when this person did and I had to deliver something or I had to say something or I had to whatever, whatever. And it was really hard because I wasn't feeling very confident that I knew what to do. And I've realized that it, it wasn't very comfortable, but I, but I kept on and I showed up and things changed as I kept doing it over and over again. So you can tell this story and then you could say the invitation then like, let's bring this into our movement today. Maybe you don't know exactly where I'm going to lead you. Maybe you won't be familiar with the poses. Maybe you'll feel lost in some places, but even if it's uncomfortable, we're going to show up together and I'm going to be here with you and we can't skip these parts that are uncomfortable because they help us grow and learn something new about ourselves. So that could be a whole theme for class. Talk about confidence, even when you're not feeling confident and see how that builds you as much as the students in the room. That's something that's real. It doesn't have to be, that's not highly personal, but you are definitely sharing that you're a real human and you are practicing this too, because everybody else, they're also thinking this. And remember, the perfect is boring, right? So being this real human then helps them feel like they can have a connection to you. And that makes such a big difference. For, like people want to be with real people. <laughs> and I was talking to a, a teacher recently who is re- is receiving direct feedback that that somebody is is actually telling them in a studio that they are not as good as the teacher that used to teach the class that they're now teaching. And I would just like to say that that really sucks. And if you happen to be somebody that's saying that to somebody, I would hope that you stop. <laughs> because that is not helping you or them or your teacher community or the students that are practicing with you. That is bringing down the whole entire community and the way that we need mentorship and we need celebration and we need education is going to be really important for us all to keep going and perhaps if somebody teacher left and perhaps there is a new teacher there and are they the right teacher for that right time are they teaching the class that they're actually really stoked about I think talking to teachers and and running a studio like I have um, i I asked the teachers when when we were rebuilding after COVID, I said, what is it that you're really excited to teach? They're hired as a teacher. What what do they really want to teach? And where in the schedule can I make that possible? And if we all work together as this whole team and have this open discussion where everybody feels like they have a piece in the puzzle, then people actually want to show up and play their part. They feel seen. And Feeling like they're being constantly judged by another person is only going to make somebody feel like they don't belong. And we're trying to actually do the opposite. Whew. Okay, so you're going to do the damn thing. You're going to do it over and over and over, even when you think you you suck and even when it's hard. And you're going to be okay. And more than that, you're going to realize that you're not going to die and you're going to feel successful because you showed up. And you're <laughs> And you're going to celebrate yourself. And as like an end here for this moment, the very last statement of this letter I said, I said to be on the lookout for good mentors. Those people will be clear and kind and make you feel amplified. Clear and kind, that comes from Brené Brown. I love the work that she does on leadership. And, and I shared as well within this letter about the yoga teacher circle. So I have two things. One of them though Is the opportunity to work with me. I have a small group membership or small group not membership, small group mentorship called Form and Flow. And it is max five people. And I'm gonna put a, a link in my show notes so you can go and find that and find more information. It is a survey form where you fill out where you fill it out and then I will contact you. And in this, it is a six month mentorship. So thinking about Those ways that people can support you, can help you grow and learn. And if this is an area, if you're like, wow, I am lacking confidence and I need more practice and I need more education, I need somebody to help hold me accountable to do the damn thing and to help me clarify my voice so I feel confident in front of the room. Somebody that can help give you the invitation to start and support you in that journey of what that even means for you. That is what I am offering. I think this opportunity to work in small group mentorship. So, what it looks like is that the group of five people will meet once a month for six months. And on top of that, you will meet with me privately, one on one, once a month as well. So, twice a month, we will meet for six months. That is option number one option number two is the yoga teacher circle what has just opened up one week ago and if you've been around a bit you know that I had the yoga teacher circle last year and closed it down when I did not have the capacity to continue given some life things but I have reopened it really as I have dove into working with teachers more it is so needed it's a community of creation of collaboration and education. It's a community that comes together from all over the world and it is a monthly membership. So I'll share that link as well. How are you feeling? If you bring your hand to your heart and sit up tall through the top of your head, inhale and exhale. This is your invitation right here, right now to start and to participate and to show up to do the damn thing. I'm cheering for you. Whether or not we work together, I am cheering for you. Talk to you soon.